0: Well, how to begin this one? Is it, do I want to sleep or sweat? Or is it Margarita's Help test preparation? Or is it America Day? The commemoration of the experiment of saying, we can do it better than you can. That's right, Independence Day. Monday, July 4th, 2022. I'm Stephen Sersky. I am Canadian. I'm not American, some people like to say I'm American. Some people say that I sound American. I am not. I am Canadian. Born and raised. Been traveling the world for the last lots of years, decade or so, more or less. Been back to Canada, of course, a couple times since then. Worked around the world. It's been a good time. Uh, but that's all been with a Canadian passport and being able to speak English. So, And, you know, with a decent work ethic, being able to uh, have a go at uh a lot of different types of jobs over the world. But uh, as Friday was Canada Day, July 1st, uh, today is Independence Day in the United States. Now this uh, this holiday, this National Day, I mean, <clears throat> uh, it, it, it is a big one because one of the biggest markets in the world sort of shuts down, uh, stock markets that is. Uh, but on top of that, I mean, <clears throat> if there's one thing that the US folks do, I mean, they commemorate the fact that they are American. I don't think there's any other country that really does it the same way. They're like, yeah, this is the best all day over. Dude, you can't shoot guns here, right? Wow. Where'd you get a gun, by the way? Like, You're not supposed to have them here or something. Uh, Things like that. I mean, one of my... um, Uh, my memories of Independence Day actually in the United States I was in Chicago of all places and you might like immediately freeze when you hear that like what you were in Chicago for Independence Day uh goodness we were uh the parents I and my younger brother we went for a road trip and we did this a couple times actually the states like especially the northern states um, were sort of the places where we did a lot of our road trips over the summer when we had the time um I can't remember if this was all the same trip. It must have been, uh, but we went. Ah, uh, did we go west up through uh, through Canada first, and then down into Montana, or did we go down to Chicago and then loop uh, westwards to Montana, up through Canada, back home, sort of thing? I can't remember exactly. I could probably look up the itinerary because I have it, a lot of it uh, videotaped, like on mini DV tapes, actually. But it was in Chicago. We were in Chicago. And we went to go see the Chicago Cubs play the Chicago Black Sox. Chicago White Sox? One of them. Anyway, it was a, like a crosstown rivalry sort of thing, right? And uh, we, for, it was sold out. So we ended up getting uh, scalped tickets. I don't know, some $100 or so. I don't think... Did we go to... were there two games? Or was there just one game? But it got rained out. So again, downpour like Beijing-style downpour on the field. Uh, they ran out with the, the, the that tarp and they covered up the thing. It took like six hours to play the game or something like that. But that the, the whole experience. I mean, we and of course we we were sitting. Our seats were. Uh, it was a, this was at Wrigley Field actually. This is one of the reasons why we went is because it was at Wrigley Wrigley Stadium Wrigley Field. Uh, you know, an iconic. Uh, masterpiece of baseball stadiums, if there ever was one in the United States. Uh, so the chance to go see this Crosstown rivalry, be in the United States for July 4th, and uh, to go to this uh, uh, renowned uh, stadium or baseball, or this ballpark, you know, we couldn't pass it up. But our, so our seats were actually in like uh, the bleacher, like the not under the, um, the overhang. So when it started downpouring, we, <laughs> we got soaked and we moved back. And I mean, of course, everybody... Goes to the overhang, right, or, or underneath that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, th- it's one of my memories of that uh, that that weekend of Independence Day, with the um, the, the joy de vivre that it was so it permeated, like the whole American mindset. It was just like fuck yeah, bitches. <laughs> no one was shooting guns, at least not where we were uh, in Wrigley uh, uh, Wrigley Field area. Uh, I remember smelling a lot of uh, cigar smoke, particularly from uh, guys who were driving cars and they'd have these big fat stogies hanging out of their arms, like in their fingers, right? You just go, wow, I mean, this is, these guys, they just do everything big. The The meals were big. Uh, the, the beers were, I don't remember, I don't think we were drinking beer. I don't think I was drinking beer at that time. Um, I mean, if I was driving with my parents, oh, good question. Oh, that must have been early 20s. Uh, but uh, you know, it was a an example of sort of such. Just this is our day. We we commemorate it. Yeah. If you ever have the chance to be in the United States for July Fourth, I highly recommend it. They put on shows big. I mean, it was just uh, there, you'll you'll feel the spirit of the country. I think. Now, to be fair, I haven't been there for at least eight years. That's when I came to China, back in 2014 was the last time I was in the States, I was in New York actually, prior to coming to China. And again, it was for, we were in Canada, uh, in Ottawa for uh, July 1st, Canada Day, and then we went down to New York July 4th. And again, New York, I mean, we went to one of the bridges, I can't remember whichever one that shows the fireworks, and uh, yeah, bang, 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 boom, boom, all over the place. Massive display, Bill- lots of people all over the place. I mean, again, that sort of you know that attitude of like, hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> Why do I have to move for you? Uh, you got to move for me. And it's like, but both people have that attitude, right? So it's, uh, yeah, absolutely. For all the political uh, apparent disorder and chaos that the United States embodies. And that it, it sort of promotes itself. I'm not going to lie; like the, the media that the United St- that is in the United States does this to itself and promotes this. So, like if you hear when people are criticizing the states, uh, and like oh well, you know Trump this or Biden that or wars here that and that and everything, but keep in mind that image is exactly what the United States creation gave it. (laughs) It's the U.S. media that does it. So, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, within one family, you have one people, you have people living in an apartment, and all you see are like the flash bangs from the window, and one guy screaming out the window going, this place is fucking crazy! What are you going to think? But it's the person living in the apartment Meanwhile, the other you know six or ten billion people living in that apartment are going. The fuck? Why? Did, why is he the loudest one? Right? <laughs> so, highly encourage it if you ever get the chance. Be in the United States for uh, July Fourth. Go to Canada as well. For uh, you can do both. I mean, they're, they're three days apart from each other, right? July first in, in Canada, July Fourth in the United States. Uh, but to be clear, like the, I mean, Canada, Canada Day marks the like the Confederation of uh like the, the founding of canada as we know it 1867 but um the, july 1st marks like when the united states uh the people who were living in the united states basically told the british to sod off and go okay we're not taking this anymore and they like formally declared independence and said that's it we're done we're not doing it we're not fighting anymore we are we are on our own uh and most people will say like the united states as as a country, as a constitution, as everything, is an experiment. It was never done before, prior to that. I mean, uh, prior to that, like especially with the British system, the UK system, uh, the European system that the United States derives so much lineage from and so many people from, um, those were all feudal uh, landowners and stuff like that. I mean, it was royalty. It wasn't, you know, a power of the people sort of idea, which is what the United States uh, wanted (laughs) I don't know. Is that what they really wanted? Did they really want the poor peasant farmer to be able to vote? I don't know. Did they allow everybody to vote? Nope, we know that one. Uh, But uh, they did want that ability to sort of uh, that right to self determination, not where they were dependent on somebody else uh, telling them what to do which i mean is it like that anymore i think this is the whole issue right and this is one of the big issues that is so prominent in the states right now is the issue of like independence the freedoms uh the rights that you have uh that people have as you know as being human um citizens or non-citizens in the country huge i mean it, it's a massive experiment There's one guy, George Friedman, I've talked about him before. He runs Geopolitical Futures. And he basically says that this next decade in the United States is going to be complete chaos. Uh, I mean, but the system isn't broken. Uh, There's other places that are trying to tell us that the United States system is broken. It's not. Um, Evidenced by the voting in and voting out of... The last couple of presidents, uh, of the last president and the current president, um, which, I mean, you're never going to hear anyone say anything nice about a, um, a president unless they voted for them, typically. Uh, so, like, the system isn't broken. Uh, and for all its criticisms, you look at it and go, well, I guess the the experiment endures. And I, m- I mention this only because on Twitter, there's a few people going, oh, America, we blew it, yeah, running these memes and everything. I'm going... The fact that you're able to post on a platform through a means of media that is free and open, and have the ability to say such a thing without any retribution, any fear of like actual ret- retribution, I don't know. I, that's a, what did you lose? You didn't lose anything. Uh, if you lost the meme, it might be a little bit better. You know, maybe just an idea. So. Something like that. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Happy Independence Day, folks. The other memory I have of uh, Independence Day, of course, is uh, no doubt, um, mo- I think most pe- a lot of people will also share this with me, Independence Day, the movie, like with Will Smith and um, Jeff Goldblum um, or Roland Emmerich, right, and, uh, and the aliens that come in to destroy uh, the world, mostly the United States, of course, but th- the world. And the horrible uh, sequel that followed after like 15 years later. But uh, that movie was huge. And I remember the theater cheering when the White House was blown up, right? I mean, you know, that's, uh, yeah, yeah. And Canadians are like, yeah, we did that too back in in the day. You know, that's what we did. It's like, yeah, well, times were different back then. Little, little bit. War of 1812 is when Canadians marched across the border and burned down the White House. So the White House that you see is actually kind of a modern building within the last couple hundred years. Because, Canada burned it down. (laughs) Uh, Well, or the people living in Canada, because it wasn't Canada just yet. It had another sixty years before it formulated. Sixty-five years, I guess. Anyway, so despite all the uh, uh, chaos that you see in the media, the U.S. manufactured media, mainstream media, and I don't honestly, I don't think you'd even hear many people say that you're wrong blaming the media, but. So many people still follow the media, social media, mainstream media. Uh, What else would your impression be of the United States? (laughs) Good question. When was the last time you ever tweeted out or said something nice about Americans or the United States of America? Ask yourself that. Probably been a while. I can tell you, if there's one thing... If you ask anybody around the world, and I've noticed this in my travels, for all the chaos, if you gave them the opportunity, if you gave them a chance, you said, would you like a trip to the United States? They'd say yes. They said, well, you could have a green card. Would you want it? Yes. If we give you a passport, would you take it? Oh, yes. Would you reject your citizenship to get that passport? Um... I can reject my, my citizenship. <laughs> That's sort of along those lines. That would be where the conversation would go. How many people do you know would say, no, I can't move to the States? I mean, there's probably one or two countries that would like to boast that their people would say, no, 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 I, no, I don't need that. But um, quite a few would probably say yes to it. It's a country that offers opportunities. I mean, even if you're going to be the biggest fuck up in the world, you can go there and be the biggest fuck up in the world. And make a billion dollars off it. <laughs> I mean, uh, just get a TikTok channel, right? Well, I mean, I, I mean, it is Chinese-made, of course, but uh, the uh, you can do that on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube. Or pick another social media platform, right? Ah, right. HSK five prep over the weekend continue. I am making my way slowly, although with a little bit more ease through my textbooks I'm almost finished uh, this uh, the first book which if you're keeping track if it's July 4th and my test is on July 16th I got 12 days to do another 18 chapters 22 chapters of tests which seems a very uh, a, a daunting number but the idea I had was that first of all I want to get into the mode of being able to study this much so that's number one number two I want to get to a point where I was able to think this much in the concentrated effort that mock tests are required like require because reading a book in Chinese uh even if a simple book and then trying to read a dense mock test very different uh even if you've prepared for the mock test it's you, you there's a different focus that's needed in order to uh do well and today's mock test is a Case in point, because I sped through it. I'm like, I have no idea what I just read. <laughs> so I just drop the pen on the letters and see what comes out. Got 43% today, I think, on my test. Uh, 13 out of 31. Um, that's contrasted with on Saturday when I got 61%. I, think I, don't, I can't remember what the number was. Uh, but uh, Needless to say, I had ordered myself some of these frozen margaritas from Cumex. As, as an encouragement, actually, these were meant to uh, um, encourage me to sit down on a Saturday night after work, uh, to focus on before the girlfriend comes over, to sit down and go through a test. I had to do it if I want to hit these numbers, right? And I did. So I had the reward for myself was I got these tacos and these uh, these frozen margaritas, and they're very good margaritas. And I got better score. and I was kind of wondering like, well, okay, not that I will promote alcohol usage to uh, make yourself a better person, <laughs> although it seems to do it sometimes. Um, I think what it basically what it came down to was that often when I am sober and or of right mind, like I'm not drinking, especially with Chinese, it's if you try to speed read Chinese and you you don't actually know what you're speed reading. You get very frustrated. I get very frustrated. But if you're having a drink, your inhibitions go down. You're like, "Fuck this, whatever." Don't really care. Pick out these words. I'll just look at this. Okay. You kind of go through things. A little, you you don't think about it as much, and so as a result, you kind of uh, make your uh, your study time a little bit more effective. In that, what's the shortest way I can do this right now? <laughs> Right. Rather than when you're not drinking, you're trying to focus on each and every character going, OK, the sound of this character is that these were these characters together mean that. And you're translating constantly all, all, all the time. Whereas, you know, having a shot or two, you're kind of like, ah, yeah, that's something about this and match up these characters in the question to these characters in the paragraph. And I think that one is right. Good. Check that one. Next question. So on and so on on the upshot the uh, writing section again today uh so in this writing section there's only three questions which doesn't sound like very much and you're, you're right it's not but on saturday and today i got two out of the three correct and you'd be like wow steve that's he got two sentences correct and to that i'd say yeah i mean that, that's actually an improvement it, it really is uh because before i wasn't getting any of them correct <laughs> right? Uh, And I do notice that um, the writing section basically saves the test sometimes. So if I'm doing horrible and I get to the writing section and I get two of them correct, two out of the three, three correct, I actually feel a little bit better about the test because I'm like, well, that was probably the hardest part, even though like reading the dense paragraphs that they give you, that's equally difficult. But writing them going, wow, I actually figured out the grammar, and I actually figured out the thinking process of these these characters that they gave me. So a little bit of a chung gong there, success, a little bit of a, a victory, small victory uh, for me in, in that regard. Uh, all that being said, uh, prepa- preparations continue. So tomorrow we're gonna try to get through uh, probably another one or two tests, uh, but uh, I'm on chapter 18 in terms of doing the homework. So I'll do chapter 16, mock test, which leaves chapter 17 and 18. Hopefully I can do that on Thursday or something. We'll see. And then I'll, uh, I basically start the second book. And yeah, I know I'm a week and a half away from the test. I'm only starting the second book. I've noticed actually um, the, the one one other thing I'll say, because uh, I know I'm coming up to my time limit here. Uh, but um, with the writing section in uh, the last, the very last one in terms of Writing a creative paragraph given the characters that you're giving because part one is just rearranging the the words and the characters. Part two is actually writing a, a, a paragraph on your own, eighty characters on your eighty words total on your own. Uh, and that I realized there's a lot of characters I still don't know. Like they're giving these these characters that I'm like I am just I'm drawing blank on this one. So I'm going to have to um, review my characters as well. Uh, prior to the test and make sure I make uh, make some time to actually spend on uh, character review itself. All that being said, sweat more or less, well, I'm not sure if you can hear that. that generator is on. And if there's one thing that makes me upset at night, if there's one thing that makes me upset about this <laughs> current situation I'm in and working at home and everything is that this generator, when it's on, and I you know especially during the summer when it's hot and humid anyway, The question becomes, well, do I want to sleep with the generator uh, with the windows open so I won't sweat as much, but then I won't be able to sleep because this whine is going on, or do I close the windows and sweat profusely and still not be able to sleep? (sighs) Good question. I don't know. Hope you folks are doing well. Happy Independence Day to my American compatriots and uh, compadres. They're not my compatriots because I'm Canadian. So, uh, And hope you guys are doing well. Hope you celebrated, marked the day and all that good stuff. And for you uh, half-breeds, Americans and Canadians, you got them both done for another year. Good on ya. And uh, expats around the world, you know, we live a different life and we should be thankful for it. It's unique, and these are interesting times, aren't they? Folks, show notes, tracks, and vids up on my website, stephenserski.com. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Have a good one. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.